This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Patients are often unaware their medical records have been changed even after the date of care. The bill would ensure accurate records are provided to patients and notify patients if their records have altered after the date of care. For more content, visit nowdecatur.com. We may not get an early spring. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. If you believe Phil, yes, it's Groundhog Day again. And the famed furry forecaster just saw his shadow. No matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. Dan McGinley with the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club in front of a big crowd again. But weather fun. From there to real weather trouble. An ice storm has frozen areas from Tennessee to Texas, snapping trees, taking down power lines, leading to almost 400,000 outages. No surprise to Matt Mitchell with Austin Energy. When you consider how much weight is added by even a half inch of ice, and, and some of this accumulation is much more than that. All the icy roads have led to crashes, at least eight deaths in Texas, 700 flights canceled. In Memphis, the funeral for Tyree Nichols. Tyree was a beautiful person. And for this to happen to him, it's just unimaginable. His mother, Ravon Wells, her son died following a traffic stop beating. Vice President Kamala Harris noted the contradiction of Nichols surrounded by officers. Tyree Nichols should have been safe. Because he wasn't, Attorney Ben Crump said after the service. Every last one of them on that video need to be held accountable. The five officers charged with murder, assault, kidnapping, and other counts are set to appear in court two weeks from tomorrow. Fox's Grinnell Scott. They didn't agree to anything other than to talk more. President Biden met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy on raising the debt limit to prevent a U.S. default. A new Fox News poll has Americans giving the president a thumbs down. 54% disapprove of the job he's doing. 81% of people describe America as a dysfunctional family. Those numbers up about 10 points from 2020. Only 16% would describe America as a tight-knit family. So that's Fox's Mark Meredith. 80% of people say the economy is either poor or fair. America's listening to Fox News. David in Pennsylvania writes in to tell us about his experience with Relief Factor. I tried Relief Factor for hip pain and was surprised that it also helped relieve my shoulder and foot discomfort. After taking it for a month, I stopped and sure enough, the pain returned. So I started taking Relief Factor again, and within a week, the pain was relieved. I'm now taking Relief Factor daily. Well, thank you, David. You know, I've heard your story before. People stopping and then starting again because it works. As you all know, I had trouble with aches and pains, and climbing steps was brutal. Your first step to living the life you love, free from aches and pains, could just be to order the three-week quick start for the highly discounted price of nineteen ninety-five. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. Try it for yourself and see what all these people are talking about. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's 800-4-RELIEF. Live your best life and feel the difference with Relief Factor. They may not have found anything this time. Yet another search for classified documents at another Biden property. This one is vacation house. And for classified material was found at his Wilmington, Delaware home and at an old D.C. office of special counsels investigating. FBI agents spent three and a half hours searching President Biden's residence in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. We're not going to get ahead of potential speculation and steps that could happen in the investigation. The president's been fully cooperative and he's directed his team to be fully cooperative. Ian Sams, a spokesman for the White House Counsel's Office, says no material with classified markings was discovered in the Rehoboth home, though a statement from the president's personal attorney says the Justice Department did take other materials and handwritten notes that appear to be related to the president's time as vice president. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Texas executed a killer last night, but first Wesley Ruiz apologized to the family of the Dallas police officer he murdered in 2007, saying he hoped his lethal injection gives them closure then he said all right warden i'm ready to ride and alec murdoch's murder trial in south carolina the prosecution played the colleton county jury video paul murdoch took just minutes before he was killed by the dog kennels on the family property and on it you can hear the voice of paul's father alec who's accused of killing paul and his wife maggie they put paul's friend rogan gibson on the stand who'd been on the phone with paul just before that video was taken and they played the video again for him you recognize paul's voice yes sir you recognize Maggie's voice? Yes, sir. You recognize Alex's voice? Yes, sir. 100%. Yes, sir. 
This is critical, as Alec had said he'd been napping at that time. One of Alec's attorneys asked Gibson if there was any circumstance in which he believed Alec could kill his wife and son. He said he could not think of one. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. On Wall Street the day after the Fed put another interest rate hike in to try to lower inflation, stock futures are mixed. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here, 15,000, another shutout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. And the celebration is on! Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights. And 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Can we just deep fake this into being like 70 today? Well, it's going to be sunny today, so you can keep that a little bit breezy. It's going to be a high of only 40, though. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 7 with wind chill values as low as negative 7. For Friday, sunny with a high near 20, wind chill values dipping down to negative 8. But the weekend gets a little warmer. Saturday, mostly sunny and windy, but a high of 42. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 20 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.06. Good morning and welcome to the Thursday edition of Buyers and Company. Paul Osborne, the City Hall Insider, joins us. We'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. Then Richland's got a fundraising thing they're doing for outside agencies. We'll give you the uh, full details on that next. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Good morning and welcome. We are back here on what looks like uh, the sun's already out. Yeah, it's it's got a pretty blue and pink sky. There's just such a difference mm-hmm. in, in the studios up here and elsewhere in your life when you're going to have a gray day or a sunny day. There's just a little bit of optimism. Bit of, I don't know what it is. That that winter depression thing, I think, is very real. I still haven't ordered my light. Uh, Tanya suggested getting one of those lights that you put on your face. You need to do it. I know, I do. I mean, I'm not, uh, I just need to get it done. I, I forgot about it and then I thought about it and I forgot on about it. On your notes, write it down. I'm going to write it down right now. Cause I'm telling you, there is just a difference looking out these windows and seeing the sun coming up versus just another different shade of gray, which we've had for a while now. Paul Osborne joins us uh, in studios, the uh, City Hall Insider, publisher of the uh, Decatur Tribune, your independent locally owned weekly newspaper, and former mayor of Decatur, twice elected by the uh, folks uh, here in our community. Uh, Sunshine makes a difference, right? Oh, big difference. Yeah, I I know in... uh you know, looking out my windows, a gray day, it, it affects your, your attitude, I think, for that day. But uh, it can be eight degrees out, but if the sun is shining on the buildings and everything. And we don't have the wind. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to me oh, we've always had wind, but not, I mean, the last couple of few years, the wind seems like it's way more than it used to be. Well, it makes it a lot colder, you know, than yeah. it is. It's one thing to have eight degrees or ten degrees, but when that wind's blowing, yeah. I mean, you're below zero. No. Oh, yeah. Feels like minus 30. Hey, all right. <laughs> We're going for a record that it minus 50 today. No doubt about it. All right. Nick had a question for you. Okay. Uh, he's discovered some historical fact here that he just assumes you have knowledge of uh, or, or maybe thinks you might have knowledge of because you write so, so much of the Tribune. In fact, by the way, 
Nick Cover of the Tribune today is about Buddy Holly yeah. appearing in Springfield. Oh wow! Uh, Twelve uh, days after the music died, February third, nineteen fifty nine. You can read that in today's Tribune. But he has a question about there was a a, a boxing champion. Yeah. So Decatur was the home of Ken Overland, Overland, who mm-hmm. was the world's uh, middle class middleweight champion of the world at boxer. And he left Decatur. He uh, he went to Decatur High School, left Decatur, went into the military, started boxing, won the world championship, came back to Decatur and owned a, a tavern or a bar like just a block away from here. I believe directly next door to our family's drugstore. I think it was called the uh, Main Street Tavern. It was on East Main Street. And uh, a mayor... Uh, shut him down because, according to Wikipedia, because of all the disturbances that continually happening happened. The story was told to me by an older citizen several months ago. It just came back in my brain, and he said that he was known for the riffraff coming in, and he'd he'd box them out, throw them out in the street. <laughs> and I thought, man, that sounds like for like the last couple of years, right? Yeah. So I was thinking, man, who would I ask about that? And the, and the only person I could think of that might have a hint of an idea would be. The uh, walking encyclopedia, Paul Osborne. You thought I maybe part of their riffraff? <laughs> yeah, maybe you got thrown like out Paul in the gutter. Spent a lot of time in taverns <laughs> yeah, that's over just the probably years. Probably one place I haven't patronized much, but I, I recognize the name. I really don't know much about the history of it. Oh, okay. But I the well, name. What, what time familiar. frame are we talking uh, nine, about here? Uh, 1940s. Okay. Uh, I believe he was gone by 47, and then moved to Springfield, and then got booted from Springfield, and then uh, you know went on about his way out of out of the Midwest. He was elected to the International Boxing Hall of Fame in 2015, so pretty notable citizen. Kenneth yeah. Edward Overland, yeah. uh, born in 1910. Uh, he was also inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame yeah, 2015. Uh, in 2015, mm-hmm. so a, a notable uh, figure. Uh, now, you as mayor know your way around uh, bars and what happens in parking <laughs> lots and, and how hard that is to sort of manage, right? Well, yeah, back at that Every mayor has. Yeah, back at that time, you know, the uh, the mayor was also the liquor commissioner. And here you had someone didn't drink who was a liquor commissioner. But I didn't close anyone down except for, uh, when they broke the rules. And, and now that has been separated. You have a liquor commissioner. I didn't I didn't realize at the time I could do that. And uh, I think when Tuna became mayor, uh, you know, because of his affiliation with SCEF, they decided to separate that from the mayor's responsibility. Right. Because there might be a conflict of interest there. But, uh, yeah, the mayor has uh, well, the liquor control commissioner now has a lot of a lot of control over these liquor licenses. And if you don't obey the rules. Uh, then you lose that license and you're essentially out of business. And some have gone out of business and some have sold that liquor license to someone else at a, at a tiny profit. So there's a, there's a lot that goes on in keeping, uh, you know, these places in, in business. But, uh, as I mentioned, I recognize the name. Yeah. It was on then, East Main Street. Where, where does West become East? Right here, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Main and Main. Uh, so the Main Street Tavern in 1947 was, uh, by order of the mayor due to frequent disturbances, uh, closed down. Uh, as Nick said, he went to Springfield after that and then to Reno, Nevada, where he got pistol whipped. And I mean, this is like, sounds like, like something you'd see on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. It sounds like fiction almost, doesn't it? My mom told me, cause our drugstore, I believe, would be directly next door to this, maybe even touching. And we're talking about just, you know, a few hundred feet from us. Yeah. She said that you couldn't go on the other side when she was a little kid in the fifties because Merchant Street was littered with a bunch of taverns and, and yeah. things during the time. And so you stay on this side of the block, you don't go that way. And that For, was as a kid. That I was mean. Enlow's, right? Yeah, Enlow's drugs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which was owned before that by someone named West's. It was West's pharmacy. Yeah, yeah, it was right down there. Yeah. Yeah. You could see it from here. See the spot. Exactly right. And where the Bears mural is. Yeah. Is is where that would be. And when it was uh the early pharmacy, you know, years before that, that's where people went because there was a balcony on the side of the building. Uh, people went to get the news for Decatur, that someone would come out and like, yell the news to the people. That's before we had modern media. So wow, pretty that's easy to Brian, deep, deep Brian, fake that. You could just go out there and go, oh, yeah. I'm Nick Smith. <laughs> yeah. Here's and the news. Hopefully they didn't come from the tavern over there to get <laughs> the news. <laughs> so, 
But yeah, yeah, Brian, if you lived back then, you've been doing it from uh, from that balcony. I, you know what? <laughs> that wouldn't be bad, uh, except when it's you know cold, cold uh, like it's yeah. been the last couple of days. Well, there you go. Um, uh, great history, you, you know, which is as I said, one of the things I really enjoy about the Tribune every week is just taking that little walk back in time, and, and it's kind of a, a, a microcosm of just America as a whole, as you know, we've changed throughout the years and things happen. Uh, but you've, how, how did you? What's this buddy? Holly story. I haven't a chance to read this. What's what's up with this? Well, it's uh, the anniversary of uh, I think February third, nineteen tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, nineteen fifty nine is when that. And I can tell you, I was a senior in high school. You know when that happened. Shows you how long ago that's been. But uh, when that happened, it just cast such a chill over. Over teenagers and so he, kids. He didn't play in Springfield. He was scheduled to play yeah, in Springfield. Twelve days after he was killed. Yeah, and that, that, that he was going to be coming. So to people there. had tickets and whatever. Yeah, yeah. and um, but uh, you know then it was forty-five uh, RPM records that you heard. All the kids had records with Buddy Holly and the Crickets and Richie Valens and and the Big Bopper. All yeah. three who were killed there, and. and uh, so I think anyone probably my age or going back when they were in school and heard that news. Uh, it was such a shock because when you're that age, you don't have people dying, you know, famous people dying like that or being killed who aren't much older than you are. And I think it brought the reality, you know, that death can come anytime. And then just a few months later, uh, my best friend was killed in a car accident uh, coming back from a date uh, train, you know, hit his car and that. So I, I think uh, I think that uh, makes you realize how brief life can be and uh, when people you know or entertainers that you know that aren't uh, too much older than you pass away or are killed you know life can be fragile yeah, he was 22 years old <clears throat> and um y- y- there is that moment I-, I i think whether it's a you know the challenger exploding or you know those kind of things where people kind of go you know and you have this collective reaction right? yeah yeah you're exactly right and it just and I think because, uh, you know, you hear songs, you know, regardless of who the entertainer is, particularly back at that time, you had a connection with them. It, you tied that person in to what you were doing at that time. And as a teenager, you hadn't lived much life yet. And uh, and you're right. I think when that happens, uh, you know, you, you pause and you think you feel vulnerable yeah. at your age. and. So I, th- I think uh, the unfortunate circumstances of his death and just, you know, he's just getting started in his career, had big hits, and uh, uh, he would probably be the one. He wrote a lot of hits uh, at such a young age that people thought, you know, why did that happen? And uh, and even today, uh, for most people, you mentioned Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a recognition. That's been over 60 years ago. <laughs> I'm having one of those moments right now you were just talking about. Uh, and, and Iowa, you know, and a lot of, you know, for Iowa's size and population, there's a lot of Iowa news. <laughs> I mean, they, they kind of like, you can go there and see the Field of Dreams. You can go see the monument uh, to, to Buddy Holly and Richie Valens and the Big Bopper. Uh, they just lost their, you know, their, uh, uh, I don't know how long they've had that first primary, you know, and had such an yeah. important part in, in presidential politics. Uh, they're our neighbor. Yeah. They get a lot of attention for the population they have. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And, and probably a lot of that attention, uh, you know, has come because of, uh, all, all the media hype about the uh, primaries yeah. and things like that, which will be going away, I think. Now. Now, there's, there used to be, uh, and still is, uh, and you, you know where like people would vote with a kernel of corn. <laughs> I mean, it's like a poll, but not really a poll. You know what I mean? They still did that. I mean, this last go round. And then the caucus thing—I don't think anybody really understands that. No, no, no I don't. Let's think sit around and eat pizza and argue, and then we'll go this guy. No, we'll go that gal. No, we'll go this guy. I think it, it's a good thing that we're taking that away from Iowa. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I don't think it's representative. Iowa is a great state. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with yeah, them. Yeah, but uh, they're our neighbor. But well, I, and, I don't but, think they represent no, Iowa, New Hampshire. Come on. Yeah, yeah. They're not representative of of America in general. I wanted Illinois to get it. I mean, yeah. but careful what you ask for, because they will descend on you like the plague. Uh, I mean, it would be locusts. Uh, uh, but I, I, at least Illinois feels like more of a representation of the entire United States. Well, you're exactly right. We have the big city. We have Chicago. We have farmland. You we know. have people that aren't white. 
Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have all the we have all the elements here, uh, and uh, and you know the reference to Iowa is it's just a different different kind of state, different kind yeah. of mix than than we are in Illinois. We have a little bit of everything here and a lot of some. Yeah. Hey, uh, you wrote about uh, Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski in your uh, City Beat today doing the Valentines for the troops as a just a a, a heads up. I don't know who it's going to be, but evidently at the state uh, of the state address next Tuesday by President Biden, uh, Nikki Budzinski, our congresswoman, is going to have a guest with her there from Decatur hmm. for the address. A veteran? Or do you I know? don't know. She's going to join me, uh, us, Monday morning or Tuesday morning ahead of the address. That's all I know. Uh, it, it's, it's kind of vague. Uh, but I was talking to her guy texting uh, yesterday, and, and so we're working on trying to get that scheduled for Tuesday morning to announce who that is, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, and I think That's- also uh, they're making every attempt, I think, to keep everybody informed. And I know uh, since she was elected, we've been getting you know, regular almost, updates. They, yeah, we have. And what's going on, uh, what committee she's been appointed to. And everything. Ag is very important for us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can you think of one more important? Nope. Uh, you know. Uh, well, she's on the veterans uh, and and ag, both, both of them. Yeah. Yeah, both probably two of the most important ones mm-hmm. as far as representing our our area that mm-hmm. uh, that she does have slots on those. And I think uh, uh, you have to look at this and say, you know, let's see how this turns out. You know, she uh, she could be very helpful to us and and for our district. And you kind of pin your hopes on her and what she's going to be able to do there. And uh, I, I think. Uh, She's working hard and uh, uh, keeping everyone informed, certainly keeping in touch with you and myself and I'm sure all the media about every little thing that's going on. Now, in fairness to Congresswoman Miller, I do get emails from her camp. I mean, they're generic. There's no, like, personal contact. But she has been appointed to serve as the vice chair of the House Committee on Education and the Workforce. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been getting them too. And I think it shows a picture of her with committee members and yeah. that kind of thing. It's, and uh, and so her first press release about that was all about banning books and trans and, and, you know, but when you start with, well, if Hitler got one thing right, it's getting the youth on your side. The education committee seems to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no contact contact. It's just a generic email that's sent out to a list of media members, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, and I, I don't get as much from her as I, as I do, uh, from Mickey, but I think from the standpoint of what she's giving to us, it's a little bit different than what we're getting. Uh, from uh, Nikki Batsinski. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a little more meat maybe on Nikki's and saying this is where we're going and this is what I'm doing. And it seems like some of the stuff she's doing is, is pretty important and it will help us back here. You know, I, I, I look at, uh, you know, education where you could really make a difference and it's, it's a uh, subject of conversation that needs to be had and we need to have it in a real way in this country about public education, uh, uh today. I, I mean, there's just no doubt about it, but the idea that your first press release is about, uh, treating parents like domestic terrorists and locker rooms and I, I mean, it, it just, I, you know, are, you're just, you're playing a role. You're not leading. Well, I I think what uh, what gets me uh, about you know s- uh, several politicians, several office holders at this point is it, it's all about getting a message out there. We're standing up for you. We're we're doing that. And, and if you just send fifty dollars, yeah. And I, I I guess that you have an opportunity now to do some to lead. Really constructive lead. things. Yeah, and and lead. You don't need and, to scare people. Lead. Yeah, and, and and change things by example and by leadership. And I just don't think you get anywhere by constantly bashing yeah. this or presenting something to get people worked up. No, I'd like to know what you're going to do about getting kids to be able to read and do math. And it's very important to this school district, you know, that we have. I Any think, public school yeah, district. Yeah, and I think Paul, the dirty secret is, like, our area schools, they think uh, it's successful to have a 30% rate of being able to read and do math. Yeah. That, I mean, in public education, that's the high bar. Yeah. That means 70% of your kids can't. Yeah. And that's just not acceptable. It's not. But they're worried about banning books in the library. Yeah. 
I, I think we need to get kids more educated. They do. If we're going to grow as a community and, and if these kids are going to have a future, they're going to have to be educated. They're going to have to have an education. They're going to have to know what they're doing yes. when they get out of school. And that's what you work on. I think you you change things by by changing those uh, those scores, those test scores, by elevating yep. uh, you know the teaching methods and and what's happening. And I think those who are elected to office right now have a golden opportunity, particularly if you're serving on committees that impact yep. on that, uh, to change things. All right. I'm going to ask you to uh, fill out a valentine uh, uh, and send it to Congresswoman Budzinski's office because she's going to be sending these to the troops. And, and I can tell you over the years we've done enough of this uh, and gotten the thank you letters, whether it's Girl Scout cookies or whatever, that when you're serving, you, you know, in the boot of Africa, you, you know, and you get something from somebody who does doesn't even know you that says, hey, thanks, it means something. Well, it does. And and you also have, you know, like Operation Enduring Support yep. that are constantly. Sending care packages. Yeah, that's right. And you can imagine if you're away from home, and I know, I, I've had soldiers in my family and, and still do, that, uh, you know, how much that means to get a message of just even a kid writing something and saying, you know, thank you for what you're doing, you know. Uh, we love you. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, that just goes a hundred miles. And, and here's the thing uh, that was not a problem before 2001 uh, on 9-11. You used to be able to just take a, a card if you wanted to do a Valentine's Day card. and You could just put U.S. Army, whatever, and it would get to somebody. Now, because of safety and logistics and the Internet and people identifying things, if you don't have a very specific routing number to do that, like you would have with a family member, you can't do that anymore so this is what's important when she collects these they're able to then get them to the troops yeah and, and that's the important part too that's what this is all about you know it, it, it's uh, it's about veterans it's about those who serve and it's about uh, expressing appreciation and saying on valentine's day you know uh, we love you as a person. We love you for what you've done or doing, you know, for our for our country. All right. The deadline is Friday, February 10th. You can be you can drop off or mail them to Congressman uh, Bazinski's office in Springfield, 133 South 4th Street, Suite 300, Springfield, Illinois, 62701. Uh, and I realize if you're driving in your car, whatever, go to decaturtribune.com. You can get the story and get the full address. Yeah. And uh, worthwhile. Worth doing. Yeah. And I, I think there's a real appreciation, particularly in this in this part of the country, you know, for veterans. And we probably don't focus on that enough. You know, uh, that's great service. You know, you've served your fellow man. You've protected your country. Uh, you're a veteran. That's 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 an honorable term to yep. be called. No doubt about is. it. All right, Paul, we're out of time. Jeez, that went fast. See yeah. what the sunshine does. Yeah. Put a little pep in the stuff. It even speeds up time. Hey, we went back to 1959. <laughs> <laughs> we were all over the place. Boxers in the 40s. Yeah, and the tavern that Nick knew. The tavern where they got problems in the parking lot. Geez, that's like from last month's city council meeting. Some things never change. Same <laughs> hey, as it line. always was. Same <laughs> as it always was. Uh, Paul, we appreciate it. Have a great week. All right, here's Nick with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Back with more after this. Today's going to be sunny and breezy with a high near 40. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 7. Wind chill values as low as negative 7. For Friday, sunny with a high near 20. Wind chill values as low as negative 8. And Saturday, mostly sunny and windy with a high near 42. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 20 degrees. Your WSOY time is 727. John, the price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days. Yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput. Even more so. We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it. Right. So because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we were able to send a factory-trained tech out to her place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know, one way to fight inflation? Yep. Keep from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes, you got that right. This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! Dick Van Dyke Appliance World, when you buy from us.
Hello, I'm Bob from Donnelly Automotive, your CarQuest store located at 1298 East El Dorado. We've been proudly serving the Decatur community for over 68 years, and we recently had a drive through put in. Honestly, an accident has changed our appearance, but not our hours of operation or experience or commitment to you, our loyal customers. Please call us at 428-7414. CarQuest has great people, great product, and great prices. 1298 East El Dorado, 428-7414. This is R.J. Crace with your stories now. Decatur Public Schools are partnering with several Central Illinois colleges and universities to host a hiring fair on February 15th. DPS 61 says they're looking for teachers, teaching assistants, maintenance, security, food service staff, bus drivers, and more. DPS is promising to pay for an applicant's education to become a certified teacher or to further their career in education. A number of universities will be on hand to discuss certification and training options. The fair will be at MacArthur High School on the 15th from 4.30 to 6.30. Richland is challenging the community to beef up their cooking skills in time for Valentine's Day. On February 10th, there's the Valentine's Dinner for Two course from 6 to 8. It's $55 per person, and there are lots more. More cooking-related courses to choose from. Learn about them all and how to register at our website, nowdecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. As an ice storm continues in parts of the south this morning and frigid air moves into the northeast, a Groundhog Day prediction in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. I see a shadow on my stage. And so, no matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. Punxsutawney Groundhog Club Vice President Dan McGinley there translating for Punxsutawney Phil. Another groundhog, though, Staten Island Chuck in New York predicts an early spring. Only one in six Americans see the country as one big happy family. A Fox News poll of over 1,000 voters ahead of President Biden's State of the Union address finds 81% see the U.S. as a so-called dysfunctional family, up from 71% two years ago. With only 16% describing the nation as a tight-knit family emerging from challenging times. Fox's Kristen Goodwin, President Biden's approval rating is at 45%. America's listening to Fox News. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. One night only. Save the date for Cirque Zuma Zuma at the Kirkland Fine Arts Center, February 4th. As seen on America's Got Talent, this troupe of acrobats and dancers will amaze you with nonstop action and incredible feats, showcasing a variety of traditional African dance, including South African gumboot dancers, Gabonese tumblers, Tanzanian chair and handstand balancing, Contortionist and more. Join us for this exciting family-friendly event. Get your tickets now at KirklandFineArts.com or call 217-424-6318. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team Forecast. Today's going to be sunny and breezy, high near 40. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 7. Wind chill values as low as negative 7. For Friday, sunny with a high of 20. Wind chill values as low as negative 8. And Saturday, mostly sunny and windy with a high near 42. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 21 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.33. Tupper on Sports on WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com.
Each and every weekday morning, we check in with Mark Topper and Topper on Sports. All right, we touched on this yesterday, but now we have a little bit of context. What's next for Tom Brady? Yeah, and you know, um, the sports world was really buzzing yesterday following his social media video announcing that he was retiring, you know, for good, as he said. Um, It clears the way for him to begin the next chapter which is broadcasting since last year he signed a 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox to be a game analyst uh, and more, whatever that means. Um, The next chapter in his life, will, I think it'll be interesting because while there should be no debate about how great he became as a football player, not all great players become great broadcasters. It's difficult, I think, for some to be as candid and as critical as the best analysts are. Um, and frankly, it might not be as much fun or as interesting or re- rewarding as some retired players might want. So I, I think his evolution into broadcasting is going to be interesting to watch, and I'm sure he will be good, uh, but I doubt he will be fulfilled. I, I would bet anything he will not uh, be around for all 10 years of his contract with Fox. I think he's just destined to do other things. I think NFL team ownership is possible. He has a production company. You know, he produced this 80 for Brady movie that's that's coming out. Um, I think he could land in documentaries or, or films in some other way. But I think a couple of years in doing the Sunday Eagles Seahawks game will seem more like work than a ton of fun. And, um, and you know, he's going to have to deal with criticism, which is going to be kind of new for him, just as Tony Romo is dealing with now, man, he's getting bashed. And um, these sports media critics are vicious. $37.5 million a year, that's great money. Um, I don't think he really sits around worrying about money. I think he will worry about fulfillment, and I doubt sitting in a booth with Kevin Burkhart (laughs) will do that for 10 years in a row. So, you know, assuming he doesn't announce in October that he's going to be the quarterback for the 49ers, um, I think we'll see him do this for a couple years. Yeah, and then I think, and then I think we'll see him burn out on it and want to do something else. I don't think he'll be very good at it, candidly. Uh, and, and is that salary more than he made, uh, you know, per year as a quarterback, winning all those Super Bowls? It might be because I mean he could have made a lot more, but he, you know, reportedly turned down money so that more would be available for teammates, players to yeah. be around him. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see. All right, uh, it's interesting. Uh, on the other side of the break, we'll do a little Pebble Beach, but I'm watching Robert Kraft on CNN sitting in front of all those Super Bowl trophies doing an interview about Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's talking about pickleball. I'm like, just stab the knife right in my heart. We'll be back on the other side of the break with Mark Tupper. This look brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank, now open in downtown Decatur. Hi, this is Dale Coley from Dale Southlake Pharmacy and Coley's Corner Drugs. Let me tell you about my friends at First National Bank. Reliable customer service with a personal touch is important for my stores, and the team at FMB has been amazing. They helped us get set up with the types of financial accounts that we need to make sure we are always taken care of. With our service providers, payment gateways, vendors, and our very valued customers. They're always available to me with two convenient locations in Decatur. Thanks, FNB. Member FDIC. Welcome back. Mark Tupper is with us. There are few courses uh, on the PGA Tour more beautiful than Pebble Beach. we got the big Pebble Beach Pro-Am starting this week. You know, and I did not see it last year, or I, if I did, I only saw maybe a few minutes of it. Um, but I did see the video clip of the shot. Jordan Spieth made on the eighth hole, and I could barely watch it then, and I can barely watch it now. It's the most dangerous golf shot I have ever seen, uh, and it is a topic of discussion again as the Pebble Beach uh, PGA Pro-Am is on the schedule again this week. The shot which Jordan Spieth's caddy tried to talk him out of uh, came with him standing on the edge of a cliff, a steep plunging cliff that drops literally into the abyss. If he lost his balance and slipped, he would be dead. This is not a uh, the kind of a, like he'd roll down a hill. No, 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 no. He would bounce lifelessly from one rock to the next all the way to the bottom of this thing. And you have to see the aerial view of the shot. Um, not all of the clips that are available do that uh, to really appreciate the shot. And, and um even now, a year later, he questions his own wisdom in ever trying the shot in the first place. Um, he made an amazing shot. He saved par, 
But in the past year, the golf course management says golfers playing the course throughout the year are trying to replicate Spieth's shot. And um, the golf course management probably knows it's only a matter of time before somebody tumbles over the edge with tragic consequences. So they have moved the out-of-bounds line back, and they have raised the height of the grass bordering the cliff so that golfers either can't or are certainly less likely to get near the edge. Um, Even one year later, it's hard to watch him attempt this shot. And if you're afraid of heights, and I'm a little afraid of heights, it it almost makes me sick (laughs) to watch it. (laughs) And that said, dial it up on YouTube. Try to find the aerial view of it. Um, I can't think of a dangerous shot on a Decatur golf course. You know, we're too flat here, which is probably good because we have daredevils who play golf in this city, and we have beer carts, and the two of those together (laughs) could put you in peril if you were standing in the wrong place. Uh, Almost all of our golf shots are pretty flat unless you just twist your ankle on the edge of a sand trap or something but uh it's an amazing shot and uh, and hopefully we won't see a, another version of that again yeah it, it <laughs> for sure what's so golf about it though is there's this little placard about six by six that says danger cliff no. shot that's like <laughs> i know i know it's really funny and and um he is uh as i looked around looking for clips of that i found other clips too of him trying these impossible shots. And that is part of the cool thing of golf is guys standing on a, the side of a bunker that goes straight up in the air or, or teetering on the edge of some disaster. It's fun to watch these guys do it. Uh, I just don't recommend that the rest of us do it. Not at all. All right, my friend, enjoy your day. We'll check in with you first thing tomorrow. Mark Topper and Topper on Sports. I mean, he immediately backpedaled after the shot. Yeah. Like, Like, get out of this spot as quick as possible. Yeah. These are the people that die taking selfies that I'll just never understand this. I love, I I mean, I have stood on cliffs all around this world. Nothing like it. Like the the beauty, the scenery, and I've, I've tried taking pictures, and I've had Lindsay, don't get that close. That little, little bitty, uh, rocks. That's, Kicking it off the cliff. Like you go to Waimea Canyon, you know, in uh, Hawaii, called the Grand Canyon of the Pacific. Uh, and it's spectacular and majestic. And in Hawaii, I don't know how they get around all the rules the rest of us have in the United States. But there's, I mean, it's just nature. Right. They're not building stuff to keep you no from handrails. No, nothing. nothing. No fences. Croatia, you go places like that. They don't even know what that means. I don't know how you get a wheelchair anywhere. So I get the idea of like wanting to get the perfect shot, but it's generally facing forward, camera in your hands, got a zoom lens. So I've never felt like ever in danger. Controlled the environment. Right. I'm not backwards with my back to the fall trying to take a stupid selfie. And I don't know how many people have died doing that, but there's been enough that it's a thing. Sure. I love art. I love pictures. Not a single one of them is worth my life. Yeah, if I ever die taking a photo like that, I don't want anybody to ever say, oh, he died doing what he loved. I didn't want to die taking no, a photo. No, we don't love it that much. <laughs> no. No. I was just dumb. <laughs> he didn't love it nearly that no. much. No. <laughs> now Say you're that about dead. me. You're not even remotely <laughs> yeah. going anywhere. Not going near. that cliff. Yeah. Look at it from the lot. So I'm just telling you, on one hand, I kind of understand, like, you want to get up as right. close as you can. Yeah, sure. But you got to be smart about it. And you're not swinging a club, no. uh, you, you know. Yeah, and momentum. I mean, all those things that could go sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad news. And just don't back up to the cliff. Oh. That's I'm- just a recipe for disaster. I'm glad they uh, move the boundaries. That, that seems to be a smart thing to do, but it is so golf to have this little bitty sign. <laughs> the little ropes. And no, plastic no, 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 ropes. They didn't even do that. Sign, just a little <laughs> sign in the ground. Yeah. little placard says danger, cliff, whatever, uh, you know. Hold up, guys. That plaque says we shouldn't go any further. Yes. <laughs> That's so Yeah, we're, we're out here going too fast, drinking too much beer, being too now, squirrely, now, but that sign's going to do it. He did save par. <laughs> Which 
makes it validated. <laughs> I'm just saying, he did say fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Richland's going to join us next. We've got a couple of guests. They're doing a, a fundraising event today and tomorrow. And uh, I'm excited about telling you about this. And we'll have a, a couple of guests in as well. We'll be back with more right after this. For 23 years, the Community Foundation of Macon County has worked to connect the philanthropic goals of donors with the needs of our community. This is Steve Groney, Community Foundation Board Trustee. Our foundation has grown to over 380 funds that have been established by individuals, families, businesses, agencies, and organizations to benefit a variety of community causes. We're proud to share that in 2022, Foundation donors made over $5 million in grants to support social services, arts, recreation, conservation, health, and education. Because of donor generosity, we are creating a better future for our community that allows all to live, learn, work, and thrive. If you are interested in learning how you can work with the Community Foundation to establish a fund to support the causes you care about, call today at 429-3000 or visit our website at MaconCountyGives.org. Hi, this is Dale Coley from Dale Southlake Pharmacy and Coley's Corner Drugs. Let me tell you about my friends at First National Bank. Reliable customer service with a personal touch is important for my stores, and the team at FMB has been amazing. They helped us get set up with the types of financial accounts that we need to make sure we are always taken care of with our service providers, payment gateways, vendors, and our very valued customers. They're always available to me with two convenient locations in Decatur. Thanks, FMB. Member FDIC. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. One night only. Save the date for Cirque Zuma Zuma at the Kirkland Fine Arts Center, February 4th. As seen on America's Got Talent, this troupe of acrobats and dancers will amaze you with nonstop action and incredible feats, showcasing a variety of traditional African dance, including South African gumboot dancers, Gabonese tumblers, Tanzanian chair and handstand balancing, Contortionists and more. Join us for this exciting family-friendly event. Get your tickets now at KirklandFineArts.com or call 217-424-6318. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. We are back here on a uh, sunny, sunny uh, Thursday morning. It does make a difference. Paul was right. Uh, it doesn't matter how cold, if you get sun and no wind, it just helps. Uh, we are back here every Thursday. We check in with our folks at uh, Richland Community College. You know, it's a big campus, and they're doing a lot of things, and uh, they're doing a give-back uh, event today and tomorrow. And I always wish I would seat the guest in order of the way they're, like, translated in my email, and I never do that. That way you, yeah. You it would just make sense, right? Good order. It never occurs to me, though. Until we can do we that now. Everybody up? No, no, everybody up. <laughs> Boom, no. Uh, we got a full studio of uh, guests, and, and I want to introduce uh, first our friend Lauren McGinnis, uh, the Annual Giving and Alumni Engagement Coordinator for Richland Community College. Good to see you this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. We're very excited. Yeah, bring that microphone up just a little bit closer, if you don't mind. Uh, so how did this whole idea come about? During our 50th anniversary planning, we asked our employees how they wanted to get back to the community that supported us for 50 years, and we wouldn't be in this place without our community. We gathered a fantastic list of a variety of different organizations that our employees wanted to support. We have some of those people in this room, and we're planning a get-back day so we can collect some items, collect some money, and uh, have a blood drive at the same time. Okay, all three at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so uh, and we'll introduce the rest of the folks here in just a second, but uh, I'm sure that this planning has been going on for a long time, right? I mean, 50 years only comes around once, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys have been working on all kinds of great things throughout uh, the whole year. Uh, and and so you guys are used to raising money for yourself, which is 
just the, the important thing, get, handing out scholarships and doing all the things you do. A little different now thinking about raising money for other people. Yeah. We wanted to take a moment and reflect and just understand that we wouldn't be here without these other organizations and take, take advantage of who our employees wanted to support so they could feel like they are giving back to their community as well, okay, encouraging so volunteerism. What does today and tomorrow look like then? So today from 8 to 4, we're collecting items in the Schilling Community Education Center. We'll be down there um, with tables for all of these different organizations. You can drop off your gifts. Tomorrow on Friday from 8 to 12, we're collecting items. We're also having a blood drive from 9 to 2 in the same area. And then at noon, we're having a community celebration with pizza from Papa Murphy's and just taking a moment to celebrate how far we've come in 50 years and how we're giving back to the community on this day. Okay. And then is this open to anyone or just Richland students and staff? Open to the public. We we encourage you to come by, give blood, give uh, your donations, or just stop by and celebrate with us. All right. And and the blood is going to the American Red Cross, uh, correct? Okay. So give me the list before we introduce our other guests of the organizations you're going to be supporting. We have Altrusa International, Project Read Plus, the Pantry at Richland, Heritage Behavioral Health Center, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Central Illinois, Dove, Decatur Macon County Humane Society, and Decatur Block by Block. Okay, and so we have three representatives in the studios with us today to uh, talk about uh, their individual uh, efforts. Uh, Mary, did I? Weren't we just doing this like two days ago? We were. Okay. We're right here on Tuesday. All right, just pull that microphone up. You guys get nice right and close to that. Tuesday, there you absolutely. go. Uh, all right, big day, big week for you then. Yes, it has been. And and we are really honored and humbled that Richland would choose Heritage Behavioral Health um, as a, a, a an entity to give to. Um, we really support Richland a lot. We have a lot of um, our nurses come from Richland and work with our clients. And, and we think that's really important. So thank you for thinking of us. But mental health impacts everyone of every generation, right? Absolutely. I mean, so you've got a percentage of students that are uh, at Richland. They're going to benefit from what you do in our community. Absolutely. So it's it's kind of full circle on, on the giving part. Uh, we also have, uh, along with Mary Garrison, Ellen Hearn, who's the executive director of of Decatur Block by Block. Good to see you this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Oh, right. Explain block, to bo- uh, block by Block to folks out there. We're focused on revitalizing our neighborhoods. Last year, we uh, landscaped over 31 houses in the Johns Hill neighborhood. We provided $25,000 of funding for emergency home repairs. And uh, we also done a couple of refresh projects where we actually touch the house and make the Curb appeal improved. And if you haven't been to the Johns Hill neighborhood lately, you really owe it to yourself to take a drive through there. The new school, the new park, uh, the neighboring houses in and around. And I know that was a project that was, you know, also uh, greatly influenced by the city of Decatur and, and the Howard G. Buffett Foundation. It's it's pretty impressive. It's a truly a renaissance of that neighborhood. And it used to be, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was like, I mean, you know, if you go back in the day, I mean, it, it's come full circle, which is great. We also have uh, with us uh, Lisa Lambert, who's the shelter manager for the Humane Society of Decatur and Macon County. Uh, good morning. Welcome to you. Tell us a little bit about your organization. Good morning. Thank you. Um, the Humane Society has been in Decatur for, I believe this is going to be our 100th year this oh, year. Oh, just a little while. Just a little while. Yeah. Um, and we are here to replace animals in homes. We take in sick, abandoned animals, animals that have been surrendered owners can't take care of them we pull a lot of animals from macon county animal control to make them healthy and find them into permanent homes yeah i think it was gandhi who said you can tell a lot about people by the way they treat their animals uh and as a community i feel like we're way ahead of where we used to be yes we are we've got a lot we can still do in town and we're we're here to do what we can right now it's been kind of hard with pandemic and then just people losing their jobs. We're seeing a lot more people that need help with food and we do have food available at times for people who need that. We are going to be having a spay day for cats coming up uh, February 17th. We're taking applications. If somebody has a cat that needs spayed or neutered, we'll do vaccinations. We're partnering with Northgate Pet Clinic and Macon County Animal Control to get that taken care of for people who need help with that. Yeah, and, and, you know, as far as we've come, we still get stories like just this past week yeah. where people are just unbelievably horrible uh, to pets. There are organizations, if you've bitten off more than you can chew and you can't handle it, you don't have to put it in a crate and leave it on the side of a ditch. There's yeah. organizations like yours that will help, right? Yeah, we'll help with that. I mean, call, we'll see what we can do to help out if we're able to help or if we can offer some resources that we can help provide for that animal. All right. And where are you guys located? 3373 North Woodford. Uh, website? 
We do have a website. We also have a Facebook page. Um, our website is hsdmc.org. Okay. And, and Mary, where do people find you? I, this is, we're not throwing nearly enough resources uh, at mental health. My humble opinion. Uh, it's way more widespread. And I mean, the, the kind of the sad thing is that if everybody stepped forward that needs help to ask for help, we would be overwhelmed. Absolutely. I mean, not just Decatur. I mean, the, the, the entire country, Absolutely. right? It's a national issue. Yes. Yeah. That we're trying to shed a lot of light on. Um, so here in Decatur, we are, our main building is downtown on Main Street and our website is heritagenet.org. Um, we have a Facebook page as well. And those, um, resources will share the services that we have. Um, you can come into our open access, um, uh, and, and get an assessment um, Monday through Thursday um, between eight and five, and then um, and that's it's kind of open at that time. So you walk in, and there's scheduled appointments on Friday morning. So we are willing to do all we can to get you in our door and get you the services that you need. And then people who want to maybe help, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and it's such a big topic that I think it's a little daunting for people, but people can have an impact, right? I mean, if they want to give or they want to donate, time, talent, treasure, whatever that might be. Absolutely. Um, one, the, one of the best ways you can help is encourage people to seek mental health services. Um, just be supportive and not judgmental and say, yes, go ahead and, and, and do that. And hopefully we'll get, um, connected to folks. But in terms of, you know, financially, um, if people want to give, uh, unrestricted funds are really important. We have a lot of grants that we get that are wonderful, but we have to spend them a certain way. And so when we get unrestricted funds and we have wonderful uh, donors in our community, we can put those into areas that we think we know we can make a, uh, an impact. And then specifically this time of year, it's cold. Um, even though the sun is out, right, uh, it's cold. We need um, for individuals who seek services, um, hats and gloves and scarves, some of those hot hands and hot feet things. For those that may be out in the the elements, um, maybe overnight, but also just every day walking in and walking around the community. We could also use um, socks, new socks for men and women. Um, Sometimes we forget about the things that we just have um, and, and some people do not have. And we could use the small value gift cards for meals and bus tokens, ways to help people access our services um, to get in and do that. So those are just some things that it may seem small, but they make a significant difference. And our, our staff can use those for folks that, that really need yeah, I, I maybe I didn't connect the dots the way I should have about what you're doing with Oasis and, you know, yeah. under the umbrella of Absolutely. Heritage. And I don't know that everybody knows that, uh, but, but certainly is. And, uh, it, that's also a, a place you need to visit and see with your own eyes, right? I mean, I think sometimes problems are abstract to people. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you put a human face on it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that is, it is a kind of a misnomer. Oasis is a heritage program. Um, it is, of course, it's wonderful. It's off site and there's, there's great work, but those folks can come into Oasis without being, um, a client of heritage. We hope that they will maybe come through if they need to, but it's a wonderful way to just connect with folks and bring them in and provide them a safe place and then engage them in services. Absolutely. Ellen, one of the things I love about your organization is like, I can tackle a yard, you, you, you know what I mean? A, a, a curb, a block, mm-hmm. uh, some of these things almost feel like they're so big. How can I make a dent? You can make a neighborhood look better. Oh, it's fun because we get those volunteers coming in and we have a home that looks so badly neglected and overgrown. And within two to three hours, the curb appeal is improved. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, Lauren, uh, folks can uh, give without coming out, right? They can Absolutely. go to the website, richland.edu slash give back, mm-hmm. all right, and make a financial contribution to any of these organizations. Yes, you can just put in that form where you would like your designation to go to. All right, good stuff. Thank you for organizing this. Yeah, we're uh, very excited. Uh, and once again, if people want to stop out uh, for the pizza party or the blood drive, uh, and I know that was tremendously impacted during COVID and, and we're in short supply across the country as far as blood is concerned. How do they do that? And where will they go? Schilling Community Education Center will have the blood drive set up in one of the salons. So you can come out between 9 and 2. You don't have to register beforehand. You can walk in or you can register on our website at richland.edu slash give back. All right, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for all that you do in the community. Uh, we get back here. It, it is, is it Groundhog Day? You know what? Who gets no love is Staten Island Chuck. And do you know what Staten Island Chuck's real name is? No. Charlotte. Uh, because Charlotte's dad bit Mayor Bloomberg uh, when he was doing it, and then he substitutes Charlotte, and then Mayor de Blasio drops. <laughs> uh, 
a Groundhog Day ceremony isn't as easy as you might assume. We'll tell you all about that. We also have the Girl Scouts coming in. I think there's a bag of cookies on the way into the studios. Just saying. We'll be back. No matter where you are, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Bet you didn't know this. Yesterday was National Unclaimed Property Day. You can search iCash for any long-forgotten items or money the state treasurer's office is holding and file a claim online. Search using your name or a business name. Go to illinoistreasurer.gov slash iCash. Macon County High School seniors and adults looking for funding to help pay for a college degree this fall can apply for a scholarship through the Community Foundation of Macon County until March 1st. Any high school senior who's been accepted at an accredited place of higher learning is eligible. Awards range from $500 to $6,000. There are also awards of up to $2,500 available for adults 24 and older. For more info, go to MaconCountyGives.org. And for more stories, podcasts, You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.